Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal. Uncut and uncensored. Putting all his business in the street. The podcast, Ruthless Equity. The name, Ken Williams. Well, my awesome new hire has not come without challenges. I've been trying to hold specific teaching positions for five different candidates slash staff members. Unfortunately, of the five, only one has panned out thus far. The others are waiting for testing results or certification documents to come through. And I feel bad because ultimately I want to hire them, but it's crunch time. I have one third grade position left and my new hire, Shanna Wright's first choice was third grade. Now, I could take a chance and grant her her second choice, hoping that someone doesn't swoop in and offer her a third grade position, or I could do everything I need to to nail this awesome hire down. This is one of those dilemmas that effective leaders must face. My litmus test is always doing what's best for kids and learning. And at this time, what I've deemed to be best is to secure this great new candidate. So I had to make this decision to offer her the third grade position, a position that I was, quote unquote, reserving for one of my current staff members. Hey, listen, I have revamped my professional development offerings. You can find them at unfoldthesoul.com. Touch the speaking tab. I've got two new offerings. The first is the three-hour virtual PD experience with me. And then the second is the in-person PD experience. Notice I don't call these presentations or workshops because I don't know. No, but I do know. I've gotten to a point in my career. One, my confidence is at an all-time high. I know equity like no one else. I know how to make it practical, tangible, meaningful. I know I could turn those states around who have foolishly banned equity from uh, any of their policies. I can help districts that have policies around equity, but they're spinning in circles, having conversations that don't lead to any kind of improvement in student learning. I can move your district from PLC light to PLC right because I explain PLCs like no one else. I simplify it. It's authentic. I can take all those moving parts that are swirling around you, all the moving parts and make them make sense. If you are interested in advancing your mission of learning for all, advancing your mission of equity, excellence, and achievement for all students, regardless of background. If you're a fan of ruthless equity and, um, want to move your staff or district forward with it, get at a brother now. Go to my site. Go to my page, unfoldthesoul.com. Reminds me of, it reminds me of that book I read. It's called, uh, uh, reminds me of, of nothing. Nothing. And I got 950,000, 1100 books behind me right now on this shelf. And some of them are great. 
but none of them are like Ruthless Equity. Ruthless Equity is a book like no other, explains equity like no other, speaks to you like no other, the coach on your shoulder, the guide on your side to move you from rhetoric to results regarding your journey with equity. Pick up a copy of Ruthless Equity at Amazon.com. If you are a fan, you've read it, take a minute, please, and leave a review on Amazon.com. Now, back to the podcast. All right, baby, let's get into this. This is one of those leadership competencies that just, it sounds cliche, but it cannot be overstated. I'm a sports fan, and I remember watching this documentary on the legendary coach, uh, Bill Walsh, San Francisco 49ers. And if you look at him, because, you know, we we all do math. Like, I, I, I like when our country was going through this whole thing where uh, profiling was an illegal word. And of course, you take it too far, it's not a good thing. But for survival, we all do math. We do math that keeps us on one side of the street instead of crossing the street. We do math that says, you know, I should go out and walk around in the middle of the night or not. And I'm watching this documentary on Bill Walsh, and he's, you know, some middle-aged man, clean-shaven, nice smile. He just looks, he just looks like a, 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 a calm human being, not super fiery. And what struck me in that documentary, I don't remember a whole lot, but I remember him saying this, leaders have to have the ability to make hard choices. And for him, one of the harder choices throughout his career was to tell an aging superstar that it's time to hang up them cleats, baby. And he he said those are difficult conversations because, of course, nine times out of ten, the athlete didn't think they were washed up. But then in the documentary, like six or seven prominent Hall of Famers came on and said, you know what? He told me I had to go in 1987. I was like, I still got something left. And then I played in 1988, and daggum it, I didn't have nothing left. Or we went, like went to another team and had nothing left. Leaders have to make hard choices. All those players were pissed off with Bill Walsh, but they all came back and respected it. This staffing thing is one of those times. You know, it, it, it really is. Now, I'm going to tell you. I've not been a principal for a long time, but these very detailed journals that I keep really kind of just put me right back in the principal's chair and I love it. And often I can flash back to that period and I remember this period. I remember this period, but this is my second principalship and here's what I learned that I didn't learn the first time. The principal is always thinking big picture, right? So. Obviously, I had staff members who were like, hey, I want to move to third grade. And perhaps in my first principalship, I was like, absolutely, we're going to make that happen. And in my mind, I really wanted it to happen. But the big picture aspect of school leadership is this. When I was a fourth grade teacher and I went to the meeting representing fourth grade, I was in there making sure fourth grade got their crumbs. Uh, give me the fourth grade now, laters. Uh, give me the Mike and Ice. We want green ones, too, for fourth grade. Like, I was there all about fourth grade and could give half a damn about any other grade level. Give me give me our shit. That's, that's all I was concerned with. When I became an assistant principal and principal, all of a sudden, it's like, uh, if I bring it to like today's terms, like a drone, like you're hovering over the entire building and you're looking at the domino effect of things. And so 
I can say with humility that I should probably go back and apologize to some of my administrators because my, my view was somewhat myopic. It was limited. It was limited to the four walls of my classroom and the four walls of the classrooms of my teammates. And the extra challenge is with the principalship is you're not always able to share all the details, all of the big picture. But I would say over and over again, you just have to trust me. Like there, there, it's a lot of moving parts. It's like a chessboard. So what I did better this time around than the first time around is you can't make promises, baby. Like you, you, there are way too many moving parts at a school to make promises. Now, when I say don't make promises, I don't mean be uh, a wishy-washy ass indecisive leader because that's infuriating as well. And in the consultancy, I've worked with lots of leaders who are steeped in the research. They understand instruction. They they got they understand everything, but they're wired in a way where they perseverate over decision making. Right? I knew I had to fill these positions, but I knew better, especially with the tenuous situations of several of our staff members, you know, working around certification and all that stuff, that I knew better than the promise. And then lastly, when I when I read lines like this in my journal, I have to tell you, I'm just damn proud of myself. When I read things, it's like 16 years old. Not not 16, my age, 16 years ago. When I read things like, hey, you gotta do what's best for kids. And I knew that see when when you make promises you can't keep and you're super wishy-washy, it can cause real morale issues, like ones that stick. I'm not saying that the staff members that, you know, I that that were hoping for that third grade position weren't pissed off with me or upset or sad or disappointed. They were. But it wasn't lasting because I knew better than to make promises. And I was faced with a dilemma. It's not like it was uh, like my new hire or put a horrible teacher there. I mean, you know, we had done the great Swint purge. I mean, 31 people had left at this point. It's just that this hire, I I perceived so much value and impact with this hire. I was willing to make the hard choice with the folks who were already there and already established. But I knew better than to make promises at that point because staffing at a school like mine and often at that school is it's a chessboard man a lot of moving parts and so I'm proud of myself for having that that lens of doing what's best for kids and as a result making the tough choice I mean we're we are that school the poorest performing school in the district and had a chance to land a top-notch teacher, you know, a teacher that um, you typically, she's got a lot of choices, that she's going to be presented with a lot of choices, you know, aside from our school's current performance at the time, you know, our school was, it was kind of dingy, especially at that time, you know, I hadn't, hadn't really judged it up yet, um, so she, she was going to have a lot of great choices, and she was at a point where she was willing to come to our school I had to nail that thing down baby leaders have to make hard choices 
So what hard choices have you had to make recently and how they panned out? Always keep that in mind. That's part of what separates the principalship from all other positions. Enjoy this week and remember to always start with the crown. episode of the ruthless equity school leadership podcast can you believe we wrapping up year three soon baby can you believe it i can't on the next episode the power of partnership you've been listening to the ruthless equity school leadership podcast with ken williams for more information about ken visit ruthlessequity.com